0: Welcome back to Dateline New Haven on WNHH-FM, New Haven's home for community radio. We take you behind the headlines on the stories that make New Haven tick. We're doing a little role reversal this morning, I mean, I guess this afternoon. So WNHH, since WNHH was founded in 2015, one of our important voices behind the mic as the host who asks the questions of people who do great stuff in the community is Tom Ficklin. He's had the Tom Ficklin Show. But today, Tom is sitting in a different chair. Tom is the guest because he too is busy making New Haven a better place as the Alder, Democratic Alder, for more 28 Beaver Hills. So today he's going to talk to us because we have a little news to break here Mr. Tom Ficklin, who is uh, in his first term as Alder. He came in at six months in when the uh, incumbent Alder had to resign. And now he's filed papers to run for a full two-year term in this year's elections Tom Ficklin welcome to the guest chair it's good to be on the hot seat Paul how does it feel like you should, instead of being in the main seat
1: I, I, I wore my asbestos un-
0: underwear <laughs> did that get approved by the EPA Tom? A little no it, it's kind of a clinical trial part two it hasn't gotten a clinical part. <laughs> all right so we're gonna make some health news here in addition to politics absolutely so Tom Ficklin uh, what made you decide to run for a full two-year term you know I was thinking like Harry S Truman you know he finished out with FDR, and then he ran for a full term in one, Grasso, and now Tom Fickman.
1: Yeah, the, the, the last six months is July 8th that I was sworn in by Mayor Eller. and uh, the last six months has kind of really, I don't want to be too metaphoric or philosophical, but that's the way I am, I guess, naturally. It's kind of resurrected me, revived me, uh, reinstituted me, rechallenged me, definitely. So it's, it's almost been almost a rebirth and a reincarnation.
0: Well, that's a really interesting point tom because i mean you're you're, you've had a long career of community service um you've done everything but run for office right you've done journalism you've done activism correct you've done media promotion for people and you're always boosting what community organizations are doing unless i'm wrong tell me if i'm wrong being an alder when you're i guess in your 70s now right was the first time in your life you were actually making the laws
1: Indeed, indeed. I I did major in political science at Bucknell and got my undergraduate degree in political science in 1971. But you're absolutely right. I mean, people have have asked me from 1970, as long as they've known me, why don't I run for an office? And I just, you know, thank them for the aspiration and the intention, but it really never kind of grabbed me. And it's not that I had nothing, anything against politics. I say I've been.
0: There's just so many ways to make a difference. Like you've always been, in my opinion, one of the most interesting people in New Haven, knowledgeable to talk to about politics. You obviously care a lot about politics and government, right? You just there are a lot of ways to influence it, whether you're writing, whether you're active, whether you're helping other people, and being in public office is just one way, right? One way is to Indeed. actually make the laws and cast the votes,
1: right? And and so when I saw the article in the New, in the New Haven Independent about Shafiq's resignation, most people as you say, have uh, stereotyped me. And I'm not being sarcastic, but stereotyped me or categorized me as being a pretty much of a cognitive guy. But i got to tell you, from an emotional body, mind, spirit standpoint, I was just overwhelmed with the, inter- with the interest. It, the, I read the article. It didn't go to my cognitive mind about becoming older, but I just had an, a feeling that this is something that I needed to do. I won't say it was a call or a spiritual kind of revelation, but I will say it was a pleasant experience to kind of experience something and not uh, go straight to the brain mm-hmm.
0: and so tom you've been in alder what's it like was it what you thought it would be or is it different
1: uh well again i had no ask, i had no way of judging so i have no way of judging what it's what it might have been like or,
0: or well been... but you've talked more hours than can ever count your life to other people who have sat in that chair you've watched what they do
1: true true and so this is a good point i want to try to articulate this clearly uh Talking to someone and hearing their story is one thing. Like, uh, what, what is it like to swim? You talk to a swimmer, okay, here she, so she tell you they move their arms or legs. So you get that visual thing, but w- without doing it, you really don't know what it's like. So I, I've, I've heard stories and anecdotes about alders, and, mm-hmm. and I, was, I was at the, uh, all the records last night, and for the Equal Opportunity Commission, and thought about Bill Jones and where we, you know, the older people met there before we moved to the new facility. But what is so? What's your question again, Paul?
0: Well, just has it been what you thought it would be? What's it like being yeah, involved? Yeah, yeah.
1: In? I'm still I'm still open to what what it's like. Uh, it's been six months. The involvement uh, in the day-to-day decision making, be it sidewalks, be it trees, be it uh, refuse, be it Christmas trees not being picked up, be it shootings, be it, uh, uh, just, it quality of life issues. On a daily basis, just being aware and if, from really an intimate standpoint, if I can use that term, of what it 's like to kind of have a safe society, mm-hmm. a, a fair society, an equi- equitable society, everything connects with one another, so what it's like is I'm on the uh, public um, uh, safety committee, I'm on city services, Black and Hispanic caucus, and automatic affairs, uh, and all of the, and not to mention going to the various meetings. Uh, twice a month just seeing the interaction seeing the if not the collision but the but the attempt to create harmony in the city the attempt to create harmony in the city people ask why what's my platform i don't have a platform other than life liberty and the pursuit of happiness Any, so,
0: to, so tom why do you want to run again it's a commitment of time why it, do you want to be an older yeah, for another I, two I, years
1: and I, and I think in terms of the revelation the opportunity at this stage in my life was super appropriate earlier perhaps in my life i might not have had the time or interest or even desire i would you mentioned 2015 paul when we started with the station mm-hmm. even then i was thinking about retiring as you know i've taken a lot of pictures around town and when i would go to retirement parties i would say "Well, it's, it's my time it's my t-. so uh the, the time timing in one's life the seasons of one life the the uh the, the Per- per- perceiving the the, the the next step in your life, it was a godsend for me.
0: So you've enjoyed it.
1: I would say the word "enjoy" is perhaps uh, too, too much of a hyperbole. Uh, it's it's been a uh, challenge, but I've, again, it's just been for six months. But I've I've been adjusting quickly to the opportunity, quickly to the the chance, quickly to the. The, the building of what a safe society looks like not only mm-hmm. from the, from the macro standpoint but from the very much from the micro standpoint so yeah i'm i, I focus each day on at least 60 percent enjoying and 40 percent uh being focused
0: we're talking to top Ficklin. he's in his first term as an alder from Ward 28 he's decided the shoe fits he's running for a second term he submitted his paperwork he's going to run for a second term a full term as alder from beaver hills tell me about a day as alder well, that it, sticks out in your mind yeah, of what the job's like
1: Yeah. Well, and again I'm not speaking for the other 29 folks and, 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 and people have kind of as I've talked to the various alders they all of us manage our affairs I think in a unique way given our job responsibilities our personality and our particular wards for me I'll get calls pertaining to you know refuse being on the street or, or trees needing to be trimmed where uh, we go with sidewalks or certainly in Beaver Hills with uh, you know accidents in Whaley Avenue Mm-hmm. Uh, I also will get calls from folks that are bring something to my attention that's been unresolved for 10, 15, 20 years, and, and, and I love that, uh, uh, that particular aspect. Also, uh, our, for example, tonight there will be a, a meeting on, on city, city services and environmental affairs, so we get a reminder call from the legislative assistant in, in that regard. Uh, last night I was at the Equal Opportunity Commission meeting, and as you know, the Equal Opportunity Commission uh, it has been under a little bit of a cloud, but the meeting last night really kind of reinforced in my mind how we're we're back we're back in business in terms of monitoring the, the 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 increased construction that's taking place in the city, and monitoring and even finding people contract contractors that aren't aren't obeying the law. You know, twelve and a half, et cetera, et cetera. So. Uh,
0: That's the provision of hiring uh, female and minority owned companies.
1: In, indeed. And, and you're going to hear more about the, the, the success in that regard, and I was really excited about that. Uh, also, had a call this morning from one of the local ministers uh, pertaining to the, the violence that, again, I, I like to use the term peacemaking rather than anti violence, uh, mm-hmm. what the next strategy might be in that regard.
0: Any thoughts on that? What do we need to be doing? Uh,
1: I don't have any specific thoughts on it, but I mean, I've been in my first anti-violence peacemaking campaign or event I attended was in maybe 19, I don't know, 18, maybe 1989 with, with B- B- Bishop, uh, B- B- Bishop Brooks. Uh, we can see nationwide. Let me, let me say more specifically, Rick Randall, retired police officer, lieutenant, who lives across the street from me. And
0: he and Former I, candy for all during that war.
1: And he and I had a number of convers. I've had a number of conversations this week about why is the... Uh, training manuals, why are the training manuals, manuals still in, uh, including SWAT teams and, and tactical you know, uh, force teams? So uh, the, the recent appointment of the gentleman that's going to be in terms of the city anti-violence thing, tomorrow's show uh, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, I have a number of guests that kind of help me out in terms of guest hosts, and tomorrow we'll be focusing at 11 o'clock for folks to tune in. And you'll hear i love your
0: show i think you go really deep into issues you bring wonderful people that not every whom people don't always know about who are doing good work in our community and tom ficklin's doing his job these days as and Ward 28 gone for a second term um tell me you know a lot of the basis you've been on the board is about public education right i have right. reading problems and uh, there was you participated in aldermanic affairs meeting recently where the one member of the board was up for reappointment. Right. You had voted against that. Why was right, that? Right.
1: Right. And, li- and I'm glad, glad you pointed that out because the you talk about how the day is what the job is about. It is a democracy where you're not vilified if you go against the, the grain. Right. And I was oh, not, not at all. And I was not opposed to the other uh, uh, Alderman people on that at the, on that particular commission. You know, they voted in favor, and I voted against. But that, but we're not enemies, and everyone and everyone's opinion, right. everyone's oh, of course. opinion is respected. We respect different is, views. Is is, is respected? Uh, my particular point of view was that uh, the, the the degree of the crisis uh, is, is so severe that we really have to hit the stop button. And mm-hmm. what, and so, I, I've joked and kidded with some folks about if you're a, a, a person looking to apl- replace Superintendent Eileen Tracy. Are you going to, why in heaven would you come to New Haven? Uh, now, but some people will say, well, New Haven's always a good resume builder, and if I come as superintendent, I'll be able to leave at some point, and I'll have a good contract. But th- but the, the turmoil and the crisis is really is re- re- really, profound. Um, so I was kind of uh, expressing my uh, deep, sincere that, that we had to hit, hit the stop button. I'm not suggesting that every other uh, Board of Education member should be removed either i'm not suggesting that at the moment but uh i just felt it was a way of expressing that we need to kind of start need to really understand how the the depth and degree of the crisis
0: what what are some ideas you have for tackling that
1: i'm I'm not an educator but i will say this what i kind of think about is given this public discourse of our crisis why haven't we heard more from the various schools of education that are that surround us why haven't the Southern Connecticut State University Education Department? Why haven't we heard from the chair? Quinnipiac has a tremendous education department. UConn has, has an educa- educational school. Uh, so there's, season, and not to mention School of Management. So it seems to me that there are, quote, unquote, experts in the area that, that are dealing with curriculum and, and, and administrative leadership and, and, uh, and student behavior and social-emotional health. I'm looking forward to hearing more. I think we have tools, expertise, uh, uh, skill sets that we can draw upon. In, in other words, there's no one solution to this. It Has to be a collective, integrated solution. And I think we haven't really, we have not taken that deep dive in terms of collecting the expertise that's available to us. All
0: right, Tom. So you want to see a deep dive into the issues more? And what's the role? Of the all is in that. So you approve the up and down total budget of the board. You hold hearings into issues like the reading curriculum. You do not, you can't go line by line because the board has a separate, they're different from a city department, they're actually chartered, I think, by the state. Um, I guess, but all this feel like you can still have influence through the purse strings and the hearings you can hold and approving the members of the board.
1: Sure, and and encouraging people to participate in commissions, uh, encouraging people to, uh, on on a somber note, I know we only have, we started off with only 20 minutes, I've uh, since July 8th have I'll ask at least three or four people a day, three or four people a week, do you know who your alder is? <laughs> and the, 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 the customer feedback is, is uh, minimal. I would say roughly it, it's less than 20% of the people that I ask mm-hmm. no. So the burden is on us to, uh, and the, pri- the privilege is, is on us to uh, uh, communicate our relevance, to communicate our, our power, to, com- to communicate our influence. And mm-hmm. also to uh, 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 in- inspire people to, to be involved. This particular election that's coming up, in my mind, Paul, uh, will be really colorful, substantive, and uh, uh, s- significant in terms of the, the, the candidates that have announced thus far.
0: For mayor. For, for I agree for mayor. with you, Tom. I found that what I'm really interested about this mayor race is that these, these are interesting folks. You yeah. know, Shafiq Abdusabir, um, Liam uh, Brennan, Mayor Elker, they've thought a lot about issues. They have very different views. They're very different people. With you know, They've all tried to make a difference in New Haven, and they have a lot of good ideas and different perspectives. I'm looking forward to that debate.
1: It's, it's, it's going to be tr- tremendous in my mind between now and September, and now and November, and I just hope that young people, and I've talked to a lot of young people about why they have not voted and why they are not going to vote. And so the burden still is on us to uh, convince folks that their future does somewhat depend on how... How 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 city government and state governments and national governments revolve and impact their lives. That's also a major major challenge and something I'm working on. So I guess one to kind of particularly um, make a plea for if if you have not voted, call me two zero three seven six eight three three nine zero. If you're a young person that are curious about why, uh, w- want to talk to me about why I want to try to persuade you to vote, and not only to vote but, but to kind of participate in your management team meetings, participate. Uh, in your ward committee meetings. Uh, if you don't know wh- what those entities are about, are about ask me. And or if you're involved with your own organization, there are a lot of grassroots organizations uh, separate from uh, charter organizations that are, uh, that are concerned about this future New Haven. I'm going to be, pl- be blessed, Paul, to do the divine. Uh, at, at every board meeting, uh, you do a, kind of divine, divine guidance. a divine guidance. And so I'll be doing that uh, on Monday. And I, I'm going to talk about a new New Haven.
0: All right, I look forward to hearing that. Um, Tom, what about the mayor's race? Do you have a candidate you're looking to back?
1: I'm, I, and, and I, I want to hedge my bet by saying I'm not going to go public with that today because I think people, there's this, uh, if I can just take a deep breath, uh, becoming an alder is not something that I uh, see to be changing me, but improving me and amplifying me and uh, enhancing what I believe in. And I believe that people's votes should be private and this, this kind of being influenced by others' behavior. This, this is the, this is this is the time for everyone to really feel their truth, speak their truth, exercise their truth. I think in this election, you're going to have really some quality choices, substantive choices uh, to find out about the candidates. You've done an excellent job thus far to interviewing several, of the, several of the candidates, and it's it's just February, uh, so uh, endorsements are fine. But endorse yourself, endorse your own spirit, endorse your own belief. And again, I, 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 I'm saying this in the context of folks that have been, that have given up. And there's tremendous reasons about why people have given up about the political system. There are tremendous, rational, reasonable, uh, mental decisions about why the people might think that government is not working for me.
0: So I kind of feel, Tom, tell me if I'm wrong, listening to you, that in You have found later in life that being in government as an alder is worth it and it matters. And that part of your mission here along with other people elected is to convince the public at large that government matters, that public participation matters, that democracy matters, and to convince people, despite their well-formed ideas that would make them hesitant, that we should show up, we should learn about the candidates, we should make our minds up, and we should participate and we should vote
1: indeed and 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 that's anywhere on the planet there are no you know whether you're in china whether you're in ukraine at the moment whether you're you're in europe uh whether you're in brazil the, the politics is is you is, uh i i like to use the term political economy actually actually rather than just politics so political economy is is kicking in regardless of whether you think you can impact and, and change it
0: what about our charter visions coming up this year for your mayoral term any thoughts on that
1: you know, you you've, you've, you've mentioned that you might want, might want to discuss that, and I haven't given a lot of thought, but the, the, the public hearing, here's a perfect example. The public hearings are taking place. Public hearings are taking place. Please attend the public hearings or, and, or find out uh, when they're going to be, and, and you know, email me if you want, TomFicklin, at AOL.com for that schedule. So that the charter revision is another perfect example where we can revise, innovate, change, improve the system. It's designed
0: for that purpose. All right. Well, Tom Ficklin, way to go been uh that went by fast (laughs) i think we went over the 20 but we got it got some public service things we got to play tom ficklin wall man of many talents many accomplishments in his lifetime he's adding later in life public service as an alder Ward 28 in his first term he has filed paperwork he's ready to run again as a democrat and uh in november any and if there's a probably just november any um final thoughts tom before we
1: uh, no, just, just the song you're playing is for people to get to listen to those words and what it means to them in their life.
0: Nina Simone first and now we got the update. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tom. Always love chatting with you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. And remember, everyone, listen to the Tom Ficklin Show. You can listen to it live. It'll be tomorrow on, uh, on Thursday or, you know, you just go to the WNHH website or Facebook page, um, New Haven Independent. You can always find it there. It's a great show good man. Thanks for coming in, Tom. Thank you, Paul. Thanks to Harry Droz, who's always, working the controls. And we're going to take it out, as Tom said, with the Afro-Semitic experience performing, I wish I knew how it feel to be free from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day, all night long, on WNHH New Haven's Home for Community Radio.